Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning and welcome to Morning Psalms and Prayer for Tuesday, June 16th. We begin with a prayer for illumination from Hughes Oliphant Old. Let us pray. Blessed you are, Lord, great God. For the testimonies of the prophets, we bless you. For the statutes of your law, we bless you. For the gospel of Christ and the witness of the apostles, we bless you, O glorious God. Grant us the spirit of your glory and the brightness of your presence, that we might read your word and understand. Through Jesus Christ, our gracious Lord. Amen. Our journey through the Psalms continues today as we arrive in Psalm 14, uh, which begins with a very familiar phrase from the Psalter here. Hear the word of the Lord. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand who seek after God. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. Have they no knowledge? All the evildoers who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon the Lord? There, there they are in great terror, for God is with the generation of the righteous. You would shame the plans of the poor, but the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. As we come to this psalm today, we are going to think about some important themes, some very important themes that affect how we, how we think, how we look at the world, how we approach life. You know, verse 1 here starts with this famous saying, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. You know, that is, a, that is an important thing for us to remember. You know, we don't really use the word fool all that much, uh, but we need to really think about what this means. What does it mean when we say the fool says in his heart, there is no God? Well, look at what it says. It says they're corrupt. There says they do abominable deeds. It, it says there's no one, there's none who does good. You know, when we think about this idea that when we say there is no God, we have to remember that, that the beginning of wisdom is the fear and knowledge of God. And so if we deny his existence, if we deny the wisdom of the triune God, our starting point is going to be off. We're not going to look at the world in such a way that allows us to make sense of it from a biblical perspective, obviously. But that is where human value comes from. That's where we understand the value of different lives, right? Uh, if God made all things and they are image bearers and humans themselves are image bearers of God, then that life intrinsically has value. That's just one example of why it's so important that we understand who God is and we begin our knowledge with him. But let's look a little bit more at what this is saying. And we'll jump down to verse 3. They have turned aside. Together they have been corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. What is, what is this saying about us? You know, the Apostle Paul quotes this, this section of Psalm 14 in Romans 3. He says, there's no one righteous, no, not one. What's the point there? That we are all fallen sinners, that we all have turned away from God, that we, are, we have uh, abandoned God and we've run off on our own thinking that we are the ones who are in charge. We've set ourselves up as God. And it's so important that we understand this, that this is the beginning point for understanding humanity, that we ultimately naturally reject God. We need his grace 
for us to truly understand him and understand his word and to understand his world. And so we have to understand that without Christ, this is us. We are the fool. We are the fool apart from Christ. And that's why it's so important that we understand his grace and his mercy. That is our starting point as Christians for understanding the world. And then we come down to verse 7. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice, let Israel be glad. That is where salvation comes from. It comes from God. Salvation comes to us in Jesus Christ. And it's not by anything that we do. It is the power of God that saves us through Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we are brought to faith. And salvation has come from God. And so we can trust that God has restored our fortunes, that God has given us life, that we are now righteous. We were not righteous. We had turned away. There is no one righteous, no, not one. But now in Christ, our way of seeing the world, our status before God has been flipped completely. And so now we understand that God has restored our fortunes. And so let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. Let the church rejoice. Let the Christians be glad that we have been saved in Christ. And we are not fools because we have not rejected God. Not because of anything that we've done, but because that salvation came out of Zion and rescued us by the very grace and mercy of God. So important for us to understand not only how to frame our lives, but to frame how we look at the world and understand what's going on in it. Let us go to prayer. Gracious Lord, we praise you for you have given us the gift of faith. We were dead in our trespasses and sins, but you came to us by your grace and resurrected us to life in Jesus Christ. And we pray that today you would strengthen your people to live a life of gratitude and service to you for who you are and what you have done. Today we lift up our community summer rec program to you. We pray for those who lead and serve by coordinating and running the programs. We lift up the children that are involved to you. We pray not only for their safety, but while they participate, we pray that you would keep them safe, but we also pray for safe travel to and from the activities that they are involved in. We ask that you would bless their time together and keep them safe. We pray that this time back together with their friends would be a time of refreshing and renewal for them. As we go into another day in which we are blessed to serve you, we ask that we would remember the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ today. May we remember that in him you have restored the fortunes of your people, and may we rejoice and be glad. We pray all of this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Another day, another Tuesday. Have a very good one. Be blessed today. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.